Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Just when you thought the Olympics were over and done with, here we go again. The athletes of the world, at least those with the permission and blessing of their governments back home, will convene in Beijing next Friday for the opening ceremony of the 2022 Winter Olympics. The Winter Olympiad is our quadrennial celebration of both the art and science of falling down on snow and ice. What fun! We who endure Northwest Ohio winters feel the athletes' pain. They strive for medals. We reach for the Tylenol. Of course, this is China we're talking about, so there's an uncomfortable undercurrent of suspicion and mistrust. And that's just among the figure skating judges. Athletes from democratic nations that value freedom of expression will be happy to take part in the games, but happy to leave when they end. Beijing is a place where grievances with the government are best kept to yourself. It would not surprise me if the words sit down and shut up appear right on Chinese currency. Tanks and humans are always a bad mix, not that you'll see any tanks while the rest of the world is in town. China will be on its best behavior, especially at Tiananmen Square. If all this sounds familiar, like we've been down this road before, you're right. China hosted the Summer Olympics just 14 years ago in 2008. Beijing is about to become the first city to host both the Summer and Winter Games. How did one of the planet's most repressive regimes land two Olympics in such a short span of time? Blame the Russians. The doping scandal that rocked 2014 Winter Games in Sochi scared away several bidders for the 2022 Games. No doubt so did the $61 billion it cost the Russians to stage the Sochi Games. Talk about sticker shock. The Winter Games feature far fewer sports than the Summer Games, where the only sport not yet on the IOC's radar is cross-country bowling, and only because they haven't yet thought of it. Consider the biathlon competition. Basically, the competitor cross-country skis for a while, stops to shoot something, and resumes skiing, repeating as the rules require. Sounds like a weekend in Chicago. If the Grim Reaper were an Olympian, he'd be a gold medalist in the skeleton event, no bones about it. The skeleton, or sledge, sends its rider plummeting headfirst down an icy track at speeds of 80 miles per hour, or so. Do it well and you win a medal. Do it badly and you could become a skeleton earlier than anticipated. Let's ponder ski jumping, or as I call it, skydiving without a parachute. Side effects include nausea, vomiting, high anxiety, and broken bones. I can't find an upside of flying off a huge hill into the void. I think every jumper should get a medal, provided he doesn't die. Back for another go is snowboarding, which is worse than waterboarding because the water is frozen. The idea is to jump into a long tube of ice and try tricky maneuvers without killing yourself. These are athletes who are one ice cube short of a Bloody Mary. Some events' results are determined by the clock, others by the subjective whims of the judges. I would not want to be the judge who marks down a Chinese figure skater's triple axle and then has to look over his shoulder all the way to the airport. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.